Welcome to the Web Show Podcast, everybody. This is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about some superpowers. We're each going to give each other a superpower, and then once we each have two from the other two of us, we're going to pit each other against ourselves, and then, yeah, we're going to see who wins. Superheroes. Hello, I am Ben. Hi, <laughs> I'm Ethan. Uh, we're back again today. Yeah, it's been a, so. it's been a couple days since the last time we recorded. Only a few. So we got to get back into the back into the swing of things. Back into the back into the jazz. Tears. How'd you come up with this idea, Will? What about superpowers? Yes, the ocean. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> I was just talking in the ocean. Um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, like, the, this was supposed to be, like, a show about us and, you know, we're sci-fi fantasy fans. We're mm-hmm. Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons, Marvel, superhero, superheroes, all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, well, superpowers. Everybody, like, everybody always asks the question, like, if you had a superpower, what, what would it be? But I was like, how can I take that to the next level and make it more than just, like... This is kind of the opposite of that question. Yeah. It's, it's like, if, if you had superpowers... Who would you be yeah. if you had this superpower and this other one that we're going to give you? Yeah. Who would you become and yeah. what would you do? Exactly. By the way, you just reminded me, uh, you were talking about Marvel and uh, super, superpowers and stuff. <clears throat> and uh, we just got the news yesterday that Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther actor, passed away. Yeah, that was kind of... Really? I don't yeah. know what... You didn't know? I did not know it that. It was all over the internet yesterday. Um, he, apparently, he was diagnosed with stage... Two cancer four years ago and it developed into stage four colon cancer and uh, he did the filming for Jackie Robinson, Black Panther two Avengers movies and this new movie called The Five Bloods about uh, black soldiers in the Vietnam War having to deal with civil rights movement and the Vietnam War at the same time uh, while he was diagnosed with cancer going through all that so uh, wow. we just want to say uh, Wakanda forever and Rest in, rest in power, my guy. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Very sad. He was a young guy. Yeah, he's 43 years old. Died of colon cancer. All right. Uh, now that we have uh, addressed that, I just wanted to get that off my chest because, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a platform that we have, and uh, yeah. we want to say R.I.P. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I think this would be easier rather than one person giving the two superpowers to the other two. It'd, it'd be the two giving one person, the one. yeah, at a time. So, uh, so we could start with you. Yeah, go ahead and start with me. So, do do you want to do yours first? Oh, and we're gonna do two rounds, right? So the first round is gonna be like high fantasy superpowers, like in the Marvel yeah. universe, and the second one is like just powers that would help you in your everyday life. Yeah, that you wouldn't oh. necessarily be able to fight crime with. Yeah, it'd just be yeah. Because the, the we'll actually fight each other with uh, like or like battle with uh, fictional fantasy superpowers or whatever, and then mm-hmm. with the recreational we'll just say it. And right, right. So, uh, what did you guys choose for me for the high fantasy crazy superpowers? Give me an extra moment. I have the recreational ones down. I guess. Okay. I, 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 so yeah, I can. Okay. I'll go, I'll go first. All right. So. The one that I chose for you was kind of like the Full Metal Alchemist, how he can, like, morph his arm. Okay. And I don't know if it would be, like, maybe it's, like, you would be wearing armor of some sort or something like that. Because I, I don't, it wouldn't be just morphing, like, your hands and your whatever. Because making, like, fleshy things that'd be gross. Or if it was, like, Wolverine where you, it mm-hmm. just came out of your arm. But I think it would be more of, like, you would be able to control things that are attached to you. So, like, you could turn, like, a longsword into a mace if you're holding it. So it's kind of like the uh, Green Lantern. Kind of. Except for things it's that just, I'm holding. It's just matter. Whatever matter it is, you would be able matter to... Matter manipulation. Yeah. Okay. I think, and this doesn't perfectly fit the scenario, but I don't know. Maybe it'd be jack of all, master of one. What does that mean? Because, like... No. A, are you a, going off Master the of none. Yeah. I know, but, like... So, I'm thinking his superpower is, and it's called Jack of All, Master of One. He's really smart boy, because, little known fact, Ethan's a pretty smart boy. Uh, and basically, you use that to let you pretty much, like, okay, 
so now I can pick up this skill and like of course you're picking it up you're not a master of it but it allows you to like use your knowledge base to look up different powers and just switch up everything that you're doing hmm so it'd be kind of like like a lower version of mystique where you could like you would get a part of their superpower but it would be lo- like much lower than what they actually are well not because mystique changes like appearance well yeah mystique changes appearance but she also like um she turns into wolverine and then she like, gets his claws but she they're not adamant yeah she does but they're not adamantium so hmm. wolverine just cuts them off right so she's and she's able to like isn't isn't she able to like turn into Magneto and then like use his superpowers or something like that? I I do not know. Uh, I'm not. But I think more what you're getting at is just like I have hyper intelligence mm-hmm. and because of that, any skill that I pick up is just like I can. It's I in can the knowledge base, it. so later you can be like, all right, I want to use this skill, and then like say it's like basic sword fighting or something. Okay. But like interesting. So I got to come up with a way to put those two together and come up with my alter ego my superhero name and what i do let's go to uh ben next what did you have for ben so for ben that it was actually weird that you were talking about um wakanda and mm-hmm. the black panther because mm-hmm. that's that's the superpower that i gave ben you know the suit how if you like it takes an impact mm. it saves the energy and you can redirect it to something else okay that's that's what i was given ben because i don't know to me not that ben wouldn't fight but like his first thing would be to like defend first and then use whatever throw it right back at him yeah be like oi you stop that (laughs) well my power that I picked out for Ben uh I don't really know why this came up into my mind but um I thought of you just as uh a bird man (laughs) like you (laughs) you can use like the attributes of a bird (laughs) I am bird person (laughs) <laughs> yeah, bird person or something. I don't know. We're just like you have um, like really keen eyesight and uh, like feathers and you can fly and you also have like really sharp. It's got to be. Talents. You're probably thinking of my uncle Craven who is part bird. Oh, right. On his grandfather's side. It's, it's a confusing little family tree I got going here. Yeah. It, there was a... Would he look like the teacher from Fairly Odd Parents? Like how he like... Like Crocker? Yeah, Crocker? I wouldn't want to look like no, Crocker. No, 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 no. Like, just, the, just like the facial feet, like with the really like the beaked nose. <laughs> I don't like, really. would you be a human that looks like has the features of a bird? So you'd have like a really beaked nose and maybe, or like, would you literally be a bird person? No, he'd be a person, but he can take on the attributes of a bird. Okay. So would he just like immediately grow feathers and then he could just like fly away? No, I'd just sure. hollow out my bones. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's a weird attribute of that superpower. You can just change your bone density. Oh, man. You'd be able to float on water. Yeah, you could literally, well, literally just float on water. can already do that. Well, yeah, so but like I, you could... All I'd need are to get little expansion thingies on the bottom of my arms and I can flap away. <laughs> it's like the squirrel suit exactly. where you just like undo it and then it just... Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about Will? Oh, no. What did you pick up? What did you pick out for Will? Um, so for Will, I kind of thought, you know... His first, like, Forge Master, maybe, or Technological Boy, maybe. <laughs> and then what if you were legitimately just an artificer? <laughs> I mean, hey. The magic, technological, sciencey, like, basically, if you don't know what an artificer is, you're a nerd. <laughs> well, wouldn't they not be a nerd? Well, don't question me. <laughs> so an artificer is basically someone who, like, takes small objects, tinkers with them, makes them magical, and this comes from D&D. Yeah. Um, so basically, I was like, that that's pretty Will. That seems like a very Will class. I get that. Uh, doesn't change your appearance at all. No. Well. Just be you, but with like a magical little cog hammer or something. <laughs> it's like the Fix-It Felix hammer, where it doesn't actually like, I don't actually do anything, it's just I hit it and it turns into what I want. Yeah, exactly. Well, my power for you has to do with the fact that uh, you've been in Arizona for so long, and uh, <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Ben's was Birdman, you uh, would be Cactus Man, <laughs> so you can shoot little spines out of your out of your hands, and you can also cover your whole body in spines, kind of like a 
kind of like a porcupine or like a hedgehog, you know, like you should like shing and um, thorns three. Yeah, thorns <laughs> three, and uh, you kind of um, get a greenish, greenish hue to <laughs> your brand Hulk. Yeah, to your skin, except you don't grow huge and super yeah. strong. You just like get get pokey, really pokey. Uh huh. Is it is it like the tiny like the tiny cactus ones that are just super like hair thin but they like hurt really bad, or is it like the giant like pinky sized spines? Well, you can have whatever spines that you want. It's your superpower. Heck yeah. So now we have to come up with our superhero and who they would be. Our name, yeah. And then our oh, our alter ego would be like. That would just be us, right? Or are you talking about like our anti-hero version? No, it'd be it would be our hero, like what our superhero name is, because we are mm-hmm. our alter ego. Right. So what would your superhero name be, and like may, maybe what you would look like, or what you would like your superhero leotard would be? And then maybe we can come up with like a villain. Yeah, I kind of like who your villain. main supervillain is. Yeah, Arch that you're fighting against. Um. So who wants to go first? Wait, let's recap our powers. So, Ben, your powers are... I got the anti-booper ability from Black Panther. Okay. And bird power. <laughs> uh, I don't have a name just yet, so I guess we'll just rotate. And your powers were? My powers were Cactus Man, where I can grow spines and shoot them, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and Artificer. Right. So I'm a pokey Artificer. And then my powers were... I can manipulate the matter that I'm touching into something else, and I can... Jack of all, master of one. Yeah, yeah. I can use my... I have hyper-intelligence that I can use to kind of master just whatever skill comes up. Okay. Well, uh, it, it, I guess it's my my time to shine with yeah. my hero. Yeah, hit us up. All right, so my guy... Sorry, I leaned away. My guy would be called the crow of the midwest because i'm from the midwest basically he'd be like full black when when i was like the anti-booper power the kinetic energy explosion Uh i'm like well that how that looked in the movie was cool so i don't want to really change that just like the full black suit so i'm like what's a blackbird i'm like the crow i like crows there are crows around the midwest so i chose that one the crow of the midwest Basically, okay. the heroes are passed down generation from generation, like Shazam, kind of culty. We don't talk about that. Mm. Uh, it and just pretty much <laughs> defends the entirety of the Midwest. That's that's <laughs> like his jurisdiction zone. You die or die, stay And he's like anti-heroy because he's got that edge boy look. So there's no way mm-hmm. he couldn't. He's dark and edgy. And the nemesis would be the eagle, because like. He'd be like, ah, beacon of hope, ah, it's the eagle, ah, everyone loves the eagle. And the crow would be like, I don't love the eagle. (laughs) And then the eagle would be like, plot twist, I'm bad. So it's like, kind of like Megamind, where the the bad guy actually turns out to be the good guy, and the the good guy is just kind of bad. Well, I'm not bad. I was like, I mean like the dark, the edgy kind of character. Yeah. So what's your backstory? What is the process of getting this? power handed down to you i get it it's like the black panther right so it's like it's uh, not necessary well i guess the, it could be family the, the black panther is like handed down from generations is that kind well, it's of also how this like, power works because he said like shazam so is it is it like by familial or is it like I think it's just finding like, the chosen one once every thousand eons the crow of the midwest is assigned so so you or ben wind yes and you were just walking around one day, and all of a sudden you were the crow of the Midwest? Like, this, how did this, this happen? This old crow is just, like, not, like, an actual crow. Maybe it, maybe I did see, like, all right, picture this. I'm walking down the road, and there's just a crow staring at me, and I'm like, that's normal, I guess. And then, like, <laughs> I keep walking five crows, and then ten crows, and then a ton of crows. Then they all just fly by, and I'm like, ah! And I block, and then out of the crowd of crows appears this old hobble boy who's like hi I'm the crow and I'm like the what because I guess I'm like six when I'm chosen <laughs> <laughs> so you're six years old um, I six was year old six ben. years old and now I'm the superhero <laughs> well I have years to practice though he's like sure. I will train you I'm reassigning his voice because I don't like edge voice mm. it's too hard to do and mm-hmm. besides I'm the edgy one not this old geezer yeah exactly In the world 
In a world where there's a crow, there must be another crow. <laughs> okay. That, yeah, that's that's my boy. Okay, so you're the crow of the Midwest. Who are you? Oh, oof. So I was thinking, I'm like, how how would I do this? And then I'm like, well, it's magic. So if we're going by magic and like D&D rules, if there's ants, a cactus is kind of like a tree. A cactus. Okay. So you know the whole like child grew up in like a wild area? I got lost in the middle of a desert. Okay. Raised by living cactuses. And it's in the same way that like earthbending was taught by the badger moles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was taught magic by these magic awakened cacti, right? Of course. So as far as the artificer portion, hey, I mean, hey, it's superpowers, right? My shrug's like naturally not like, what? It's like, yeah, Yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. It makes perfect sense to me. So if giant moles can earthbend, I'm pretty sure a cactus can earthbend. Like that thing's already got its roots digging around in there. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> you, were, you were saying. Yeah, so I was raised by awakened cactuses, taught magic, and taught how to, um, like, imbue items and, you know, clothing and other stuff with magic. So as far as the artificer part, that's that's where I, that all came from. And then, like, with that, I was able to create, like, all these items and stuff. So I guess as far as, like, the like the, the pokey superpower, that would be part of my what I wear. It mm. wouldn't actually be my own, like physical ability but it'd be something that i imbued with magic that can like shoot spikes and it would you know hurt you to touch it i guess hmm maybe like you took a non-cactant and you were just like hey can i magic eat this and the ants were like no and then you're like please and they were like yes and then you magic eat it and then you made like a little vesty boy out of it or like armor plating or yeah Hmm. so what's your name what's your superhero name and how do you use your powers to you know fight crime so I was thinking about it, and I mean, like, as goofy and, like, completely irregular as the backstory is, and just the whole character and whatever, I'm like, you know, the magic saguaro doesn't sound... The magic saguaro? <laughs> what is a saguaro? Just a made-up word? No, saguaro is a type of cactus. Type of cactus. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like the really, really big ones. <laughs> the magic saguaro. <laughs> okay, so who's your arch nemesis? Who do you keep fighting all the time? Make it rain a lot, man. <laughs> keeps flooding your cactus friends. I mean, yeah. I really couldn't think of anything for that. Like, I have no clue. Like, I was like, oh, I could be like, you know, um, like a silly commercial, like, save the planet kind of superhero. Where it's like, my, my arch nemesis is all these, like, humans who are trying to build industry and civilization that are tearing down parts of the desert and destroying cactuses. Mm. But... Then I'm like, yeah, that's a, a, if I'm a superhero, there's supposed to be like some sort of villain. And I, as far as the villain goes, I didn't find one that fit me. Mm. So I'm guessing it'd be more of like a Batman situation where it's like it's a lot of villains. Well, the Batman. Well, Batman has the Joker, but like it doesn't. They don't really correlate as far as like powers or anything. But it's just kind of. I think rolling with the uh, you talked about the stopping them from destroying the planet. I think that makes enough sense. Like. Maybe there's just some big businessman who's like, I want this area for my own, and he keeps bulldozing it, and basically you're just like, I got it. I'm the defender of the cacti. So it'd be it'd be more like the like the Arrow series where it's like a vigilante taking down these people, like really rich business people who are taking advantage of certain systems or stuff like that. You know, Saruman from Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, who was like just tearing down forests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. That's when the Ents strike back. Something. No, I think it's the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Ah. But yeah, I thought that was... And then, as far as, like, fighting crime, I think... Because you were talking about, like, I would be able to shoot, like, spikes and stuff. So I'd be able to protect myself. And if it was more of a vigilante situation, then there would definitely be a lot more, like, small town... Well, not small town, but, like, back alley grunts than actual, like, superpower, superheroes. Right. 
So, I mean, like, I would be able to protect myself and maybe I would have the ability to, like, shoot in every direction, like, flex out and then, like, everything, all the spikes <laughs> and stuff shoot everywhere. And okay. so I'd have, like, a momentary stun or maybe I'd have, like, poisonous stuff. And I also thought that I would have, like, magical guns that could shoot, like, the larger ones, okay. like, shotgun type things. I mean, yeah, you can have whatever you want. It's like, you're, you're an artificer. You can make whatever sort of item that you now, here's can a think of. Would I be able to make a minor magical item on the spot? Well, it depends on how good you got True. at your job. Oh, because with what the plot says to the CEO guys, he like knew buried somewhere out in the desert there was this magical cog hammer, and he, he that's what he wanted all the land for, and was like digging it all up, and you're just like, oi, without your thingy, and just I've got the cog hammer, the magic suaro. Anyway, I, I imagine he has like a he's a Mexican a Spanish accent. Yes, but I was thinking very much more. I would look like Inigo Montoya, not not the <laughs> not or no no no. Um, what's his name? It, he's from Princess Bride with the whole, like, the top cap and then just the eyes cut out. That's that's what kind of, like, mask I would wear. Oh, the the the, the good guy in, yeah. in Princess Bride. Yeah, I what's don't remember his name. name. All right, whatever. Whatever, but I would it would be, like, him, and, like, it would be, like, an all-leather or, like, a thick, yeah, like, basically, mm-hmm. like, a thick leather suit. Huh. Most of it, like, a navy green or something like that. So. Interesting. Well, my character that I came up with Professor Potent. Professor Potent. <laughs> professor Potent. And the backstory for him is uh, he's a professor, right? So he's, like, super smart, and he's, like, this super genius or whatever, and he's coming up with this new form of matter, you know, kind of like a Big Hero 6 with the nanobots or whatever. Right. And so he's, like, coming up with this new technology that manipulates matter or whatever, mm-hmm. and... Um, he has a partner, you know, whatever. There's an ex- explosion in the lab, and this chemical gets on the Professor Meyer guy's, like, clothes or, like, gloves or whatever, but it gets on my enemy's whole body. So it's like, I can manipulate these gloves to turn into whatever I want while also using my um, professory skills to uh, just come up with, like, different techniques and stuff I can use on the spot. But... My my colleague, my arch nemesis, his whole body is like uh, it's kind of like Sandman, you know, from yeah, where he can turn it into mm-hmm, where he can like his whole body turns into kind of like this goop, and I have to fight against this goop, and you know I'm like trying to or like each super super geniuses, and we're all, both always trying to outsmart each other, mm-hmm. and so you're telling me it's like the you versus the guy your girlfriend told you not to worry about type situation going <laughs> yeah on here. exactly exactly uh and i don't I, what would be a good name for him the arch nemesis assistant adam <laughs> <laughs> professor potent versus assistant adam i'm not an assistant anymore but i still go by the name assistant adam <laughs> it's to not it's, confuse. it's initials are ia like instructor's assistant uh, but Assistant Adam doesn't start with... That's AA. That's AA. Yeah, I know, but, like, if you're the professor and he's your, like, assistant... Oh, he's my, it'd T- be, my TA. Yeah, your TA, your IA, instructor's assistant, teacher's assistant, whatever. Treacherous Adam. <laughs> so that's what, I, that's what I came up with. How I would fight crime? Uh, well, obviously... I my my gloves and stuff turn into whatever I make them. Yeah. So I just imagine they like get they like get really big and I can punch stuff, or they like get really long and they can turn into hammers and turn into spiky. <laughs> they can tickle people from really far away, <laughs> like thirteen meters away. I would say though, for the jack of all, master of one. Yeah. Trait that would have to be a higher tier than just photographic memory. So not only could you like remember everything like you're capable of photographing things in your mind but you're able to retain and learn immediately upon like seeing something so if you read a book so it's like the terminator robots where they like watch the fighting style and then they like yeah they like oh, adapt their fighting style based Sharing on gone. yeah or um that's kind of full circle the, what's it called um it's like the it looks like bob the or rob rob you know the Nintendo character Rob the Robot? Oh, yeah, Rob the Robot. What's the movie? It's like, um, it's a it's a robot that kind of looks like him, but it's like a 1990s movie or something like that. But it's like, um, he has like the whole library, like where everything is, or like just a giant mm-hmm. like encyclopedia. And he just like flips hundreds of pages at a time. And he's like, 
I have learned it all now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I can definitely see Professor Potent doing that. Also, what he looks like, he's just a normal guy. Uh, he's got, like, medium, well, medium, medium black hair, and he wears a lab coat. Damn right, he wears a lab coat. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm just, I'm just imagining, like, okay, so picture this. Robert, the, Robert's the camera is kind of like pointed up, so his shoes are like in the main, you know, the closest thing At to like, the camera. Yeah. And then he's just like standing there with his hands in his lab coat pockets. The lab coat is unbuttoned, so it's kind of like apart, and you know, and he has um, glasses on with the anime thing. Yeah, where I was it's say. like only you can only see the light that's reflecting off of them. And his hair is kind of like blowing a little bit. It has to be. It doesn't. It has to start out where you can see his eyes. And then he takes one of his hands out of his pockets and then puts it up, tilts his head down, and that's where the anime like, yeah, machine comes exactly. in. Or he just like keeps his hand in his pocket and those glovey things just like reach out and do it for him. <laughs> that would be epic. Okay, you, so you've made an anime. How does that I've feel? made an anime character I was gonna say, and that, plot. That doesn't even sound like a bad choice. Like you could make that into a TV show. Yeah. Or like a um, uh, it probably a already is. Book. Probably. Probably something similar to it. I mean, Mr. Mister Fantastic is kind of like that, right? Well, you know what I mean? Really? Mr. Fantastic's just really stretchy. Yeah, I know, but he can kind of no, turn his hands into... Incredible. They both have the same power. Credit girl. <laughs> so, now we have to pit one another up against each other? Yeah. So, for this first round, it's gonna me be... and Will are yeah. against each other. And Ben is going to be the judge. So, it's the... Um... The Magic Suaro and the uh, Professor Potent. Professor Sauce. And you get to come up with the battle arena where we're fighting at. Well, it. I feel like your guy, Professor Potent, because I guess people can't see that I'm pointing at you. Yeah. I, f- I feel like uh, your guy would be more like goes around, comes around, solving problems, and just like not sticking to one place necessarily. Yeah. Whereas. Our two guys, you would probably be out guarding the cactents, or what are they? That's that. That's what I would call them, cactents. The cactents. And I would say Ethan has a reason to go, whereas go places as an alter ego as well. Because I mean, I don't know. Would you have an alter ego, or would you just be your guy? Like, would you be more like Iron Man, or would you be more like Batman? I would just be myself. You know, like I'd just be. So everybody knows who you are. Yeah. I'm saying because when he's in costume to fight all it is is just a lab coat and his big squishy gloves yeah yeah well technically i can manipulate all matter so i could even manipulate my lab coat right yeah no it must stay (laughs) uh all right so where's the arena where are we fighting so probably hmm, it'd be in arizona okay maybe not necessarily out in the desert yeah are there any cool big arizona zones arizona's uh, um, the Grand the, Canyon. I was actually going to say the amphitheater in, um, it's like the giant theater built into the rock. Like oh. they dug oh, it out. Red Rock? Rock? Yeah, Red Rock. That would be dope. Oh. It, it's like we passed it, I passed it driving there. So when we drive out this upcoming whenever, or like when we mm-hmm. drove out last March, we went past it and we stayed in the, it's a pretty small town next to it, which is weird because you would think it would be like Phoenix size and then you'd have this giant amphitheater. Yeah. But it's, it's like, I don't know, it looked a little bit smaller than... Like Quincy? Definitely mm. Red Rock, though. But yeah, no, Red Rock is... So, I feel like you got home field advantage. Would there... Go ahead. Professor Sorry. Potent's really strong, though. Because like, he can he can take whatever I do and learn from it. True, but I wouldn't be able to create the, ma- the magical items that you would be able to. Right, but is, it, but is the magic imbued from... From you. From me, specifically? Yeah. Okay. yeah. From so, the, the little tinker tool I gave. Okay. So yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that. But he could block them and like yeah, you absorb could. them. So here's the scene. Professor Potent leaves his office in Chicago and goes to Arizona because he finds out about these cactents, mm-hmm. right? Right. And he wants to see what's making them alive. And so he's like, I need to bring one of them back to do tests on because I think they have something that could save the lives of millions. Right. And you say... Well, I mean... There's a because of the fact that you cannot move a cactus like a regular saguaro cactus. You are not allowed to move. It's against Arizona law. Really? Because what happens is if it's I think they were like the math is very similar to like getting into space because you have to position it directly 
as perfect as you can to where it grew. So if it's slanted 13 degrees and facing a certain direction and it's this deep in the ground, that's how it lives. Like they're so specific because if you have it anywhere higher or if it's off angle or if it doesn't reach the sun right, then it, it'll die after you plant it. Really? Yeah. Pretty high maintenance. So I if you were trying, to, yeah, if you were trying to take a cacti where they themselves, since they're alive, are able to dig their roots in or be able able to move around and do stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's because they know what they need know how whatever but if you were to just take one and move it somewhere else then they would have no idea and so it would end up killing them so we meet so at the would, red rock amphitheater and it's showdown time oh it's showdown time i can totally see this whole fight playing out basically uh it starts off like hey i need one of those cactuses and cacti boy was like no you can't you'd kill them and the guy's like but I need one. I can't leave here without one. And so you get like Spike Town, like hammer <laughs> out, and you're like, you're not taking one. And then Professor Potent just anime pushes up his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I guess I'll be taking you or whatever. And then fight like, music starts. Fight ensues. I want to make it known that for this specific battle, I do not have my mask on. Like, I know it's just me and you. Like, if I was a vigilante and doing stuff, Mm -hmm. then I'd have to be covered up. But since it's just me and you and, like, I'm in my home turf, I don't have that. So I know exactly who you are and you know exactly who I am. So this is more personal than it's ever been with anybody else. That's exactly what Professor Potent says. This is more personal than with anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) So fight ensues. Uh, A lot of needles thrown at Potent. I see the gloves, like expanding his giant shields mm-hmm. and then just like you know doing that thing that happens in movies where they just like phew and then back shoot all the needles towards you after like five minutes or like if it was naruto five episodes um it would be <laughs> yeah exactly there's so much filler <laughs> we'll, we'll get on that in another time uh basically professor potent wins but you know well we have to debate yeah we have to debate about it and then oh. yeah because it's super fight style so i right. debate why i would win he would debate why he would win right and, and then you're, and the, you're judge. the judge and you, i'll judge so what's your opening style. remarks there so i think Magic like you Soro. like you said it would have that it would have that like anime style where we're both and it like the camera swings around mm-hmm. and we'd both be like standing there like dual style ready to shoot and whoever makes the first move is like taking it and i think the way that ben started out i would probably start out with like shooting the spikes out at you and then if i had the ability to like imbue magic immediately then i would probably use my hammer to make it like difficult terrain of Mm. some sort you're like i I see this as a scene like you know we start the battle you shoot your spikes out i like kind of dodge out of the way you take your hammer out and you smash the ground and all of a sudden it's like it's quicksand and and because you're from the desert or whatever you can move through the quicksand without a problem yeah i was seeing like i was thinking like earthquake or like um kind of thing where like the rocks like start to shake and then like they start breaking apart Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, too. And then that kicks up, like, a giant sandstorm, and it becomes hard for him to see, like, do the hand fan. Dust cool. Gloves into a fan. Uh-huh. You blow away the fan. He's already in the process of jumping at you with the hammer. What do you do? What happens What happens if you hit someone with your hammer? Is it just, like, a, like a Mjolnir-type Thor hammer hit? I would say with the hammer, it wouldn't be... I mean, it would obviously do some amount of damage, but I think you could also... It would also give effects that would damage higher than the actual damage of the hammer. So, like, it would have, like, um, fatigue or basically Minecraft effects, like, stuff like that. Like, fatigue, nausea, blindness, stuff like that. So, if I can manipulate all the the matter of whatever I touch, right? Yeah. You're, like, jumping up in the air. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to try to stay away from you. Because if I know that you can do that, you can kaboom my hammer and I don't have my hammer anymore. Yeah, that's true. I could... Ooh, yeah, this power this power was really strong. So I would ha- I would have to stay away from you as much as possible. Uh huh. I'm just imagining like I pull out I pull out something from my like a clipboard yeah. from my from my lab coat and I throw it onto the ground and it becomes like a like a sled or something and I right. can like and it sled turned. through the sand and like away from you if you're trying to hit me with a hammer. But ultimately, if this is debate style. Yeah, I think I think I would win because while you're shooting your spikes or whatever, you're you're building your magical items. I can just you know manipulate my gloves, my my lab coat to get like super hard or like mm-hmm. super big mm-hmm. and block all of your attacks. True, but with the magic, if I can imbue magic immediately, one 
I would already have boots of flying. Okay. So I would be able to fly around and do stuff that way. As well as the coat that I wear, one has a thorns effect, as mm-hmm. well as would be, like I said, thick leather. So that would be somewhat protecting against anything that you could use against me as far as like puncture and like material things. Okay. You guys are describing your heroes and I'm like, my guy's just a bird. <laughs> what am I going to do with <laughs> That's not true. If you get like punched... Yeah, it yeah. like reverberates back. True, but Will can like create magical items, and you can create anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't create anything. You could create a second me that flies around. And <laughs> <laughs> I can. You can. You can. I can just change things from one thing into another. Yeah, it's very much the oh. anime. Yeah, I'm imagining. I'm imagining Full Metal Alchemist yeah. plus like One Piece, where I'm like super, my arms super long, and I'm like punching, and I'm like turning things into stuff. Right. I I would say that I would have a good chance of winning or keeping you, like, because my main goal is not necessarily to kill you or whatever. Right. It's just to keep you away from the your cactus, cactus people. Yeah. So I would say I would have a better chance, an easier chance of taking you down, at least to the point where you wouldn't be able to get the cactus. Uh-huh. Well, it's all up to the judge. Based on what you've heard, between our two arguments, judge, he is, oh, um, who would you say comes out on top in this battle? Well, while the magic Sawaro is really strong, I definitely gotta go with Professor Potence. That man is like beefcake boy. But <laughs> he, even though he's ironically just like a smart little professor boy, he's, mm-hmm. uh, those... Two are very strong powers. Yeah. Like he didn't even get into mentioning some of the jack of all stuff. It was yeah. just like, yeah, that's true. Boys. Yeah, that's true. I could like, cause you you would be able to like see how I fight, and then you could predict my every move basically from there. Right. It's like chess. Yeah. Where like I've already calculated all your next forty nine moves. What's so one? I was gonna say. So here's a question. How would how would you end it? Like. If we were battling to the death, or like mm. battling to like at least incapacitation, right? If I won, I wouldn't want to kill you necessarily because I don't have beef with you, right? I just, I'm just like trying to take your cactus people to like experiment on them and see if they could help people with their their cactus juice blood. So I wouldn't kill you. I would just like I would take the the rocks around us that are all over, mm-hmm. and I would kind of like mold them into like a little prison that you can't get out it'd be out. like the avatar thing where it's like yeah yeah kind of <laughs> I have the hammer in my hand just <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry I just punched the punch the window happens I'll punch your window <laughs> I punch the window all the time no biggie <laughs> let's move on to the battle between you two okay so so where where are we at well Ben said you'd have to be in the midwest but you also go where the sand is Right. So I'm thinking the dunes in Indiana. Hey, dunes in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Indiana dunes. And uh, why are your why are your two characters there? Uh, well, I guess the first question would be, what would you be doing out in Indiana dunes? So if it's Indiana dunes, most likely, I mean, obviously not everywhere has cactuses, but I'm gonna say that like there are different like species, not well, yeah, species of cactus. So you can have the little tiny ones, you can have the gigantic saguaro cactus and uh-huh. stuff like that. So like in this certain scenario, I would be going around two different like different deserts and dunes and stuff like that and finding these cactus and like saving them and like securing them so they would be able to thrive in their area or something like that. Mm. And so what would you be doing there? Well, it's the, Midwest. the crow of the Midwest. Maybe I just heard there was some weird stuff going on at the dunes out in Indiana. So I'd be like, I gotta go check out those dudes. <laughs> and then I would like, you know, bird on over there. Well, as one does. See Mr. Magic Sawaro and be like, that's interesting. And then just like confusion ensues where it's like, I'm not bad, so you must be. And you're like, I'm not bad, so you must be. You know how in certain shows and stuff, before people even mm-hmm. get the chance to be like, actually, this is who I am, they're just like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you down. So I, I think I would already be, like, if you said you had heard about something weird going down, I would already be in the desert working on whatever right. I was doing. So I'm just, like, helping cactuses and, like, healing the area and whatever. And, like, I'm kneeling down in the sand... And I just hear this like massive flapping behind me and like the, the landing of 
this the crow and i just turn around and my immediate move is to like sink down into the sand and like tunnel through the sand Mm. so you can see where i'm coming from so do you have like a magical item that like lets you tunnel through the sand i would say if i can like because i can use my hammer to like how i in the last battle used my hammer to like break the ground up Mm -hmm. it would work the same kind of way where i could like hold it in front of me so i would be able to crawl and like it would like tunnel up the sand in front of me so i would be able to like move Mm. through the sand and disappear and stuff like that well i guess if he's doing that i'm gonna just flap up in the air because i don't want to i don't want none of that nonsense i don't want to be like undermined i am pretty legitimately undermined or literally undermined instead of just like you know I got the best of you. He's like, nope, you're buried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your bird powers wouldn't be too helpful underground. Well, some birds are not. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. I couldn't think of Ostrich powers. Ostrich <laughs> powers. Oh, that would be awesome if I had ostrich powers and he was just like coming up in the sand and I'm like, enough. And I just headbutt down and just like headbutt him. <laughs> I mean, you have the power of birds. Yeah, that's so, true. you are just a bird, right? The aspect of birds is your power. So I mean, you can and you can do whatever bird you want, like a penguin or like an ostrich. Or yeah, I personally limited my powers by saying I am the crow. Yeah, you're the crow. But that doesn't necessarily. Maybe it's just controllers of all birds, like or like ability to, because like you are the crow, but like as that, that's just like a I just general carry term a box it. full of crows around with me. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Pocket crows. So, so the the crow. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to beat the magical suaro? Like, what's your game plan? So here's the thing. Will gave me that defensive ability, and Will's also defensive with like his thorny aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I thought it was a would just be a really funny way to start the battle if we're both just standing there for like five minutes, like posed, ready in a ready stance, just <laughs> not doing anything because we're both like he's got to make the first move. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how it starts. I mean, Will said he went underground, so clearly my scenario is. Yeah. So I would be heading directly towards you, and if you flew up in the air, but I would be able to get you because of my boots of flying. It's okay. Well, I imagine you like dig down into the ground, right? And you're like burrowing. Mm-hmm. And you, as the crow, you have this, like, eyesight, like, really good eyesight. And the camera, like, pans around. You're, like, looking right, looking left. And then it, like, zooms in. Yeah, and it zooms in. And you see just, like, this little, like, tunnel being dug through the ground. And so you, like, go and you, like, dive in and you, like... Now, what's really... What I thought about as one of my powers, uh, like, being able to change the density of my bones so, you know, I could fly. Mm-hmm. Right? And also, I'm also a human, so I'd have normal human dense bones at first. I'm wondering... Because this would also be really cool if I can make them even heavier. Right. Like, super heavy, so I can just, like, land super strong hits. Yeah, that'd be awesome. For sure. So, like, if I see where he's going with my eyesight, I'd probably just, like, drop down, make my arm heavier, and just, like, punch down with a super heavy blow. Well, I don't want to fight against myself, but just for the sake of the story... You could be up in the air, and then you know how, like, hawks dive into the water and Mm -hmm. stuff? You could do the same thing. Just turn all your bones super dense, and then, like... Yeah pencil dive into the ground where I'm at. True. And you could come straight at me. Then how would I get up? <laughs> <laughs> well, if your bones are super dense, you would I be able to I protect yourself that way. I guess I could just it out, too. Yeah. Because they'd be a like lot your wings. Yeah, I'm pretty sure wings would be pretty good at digging. Like, especially if you could change the density of the thing and just be like, you know? Yeah. So, how are you, what's your game plan? Uh, I would say... Suaro. What are you doing? I would say, so I'm burrowing towards him, and I can't see where he is while I'm underground, but with my boots of flying, I could get to where I, you know, he was before. Mm-hmm. And then I would be able to, like, jump out of the ground and then start flying with my boots of flying. And I would probably chase him down with my magic uh, spiky guns. Your spike slingers? Yeah. So, also, talking about this kinetic power. Right. Uh, a really, like, interesting thing I thought about is, and I've seen this, I think it was Kill La Kill. Mm-hmm. Just some anime where the guy had a very similar power where he just gets super powered by... Every time he gets hit. Okay. So I'm, and at one point the lady's like, well, I'm just not going to hit you. And he's like, that's fine. I'll hit myself. So like, I could just power myself up when I do that nosedive, hit myself really hard and then just explode underground. Yeah. That would be cool. And then like all the sand comes up and it's just like, you're in like a hole. Also, I was thinking about a power for you. You absorb all this kinetic energy, right? And then as a bird, you like cacaw it out of your mouth and this is like sonic sound wave of kinetic energy just like blasts whatever's in the way 
that would be dope. But I was thinking, like, if I, so, like, you were up in the air, like, you had dived and got me, and then I was, I jumped out, and now we're chasing each other through the air, right? Mm -hmm. I would put away one of my guns and pull out my hammer, because the kinetic thing is a suit, right? Yes. So I would pull out my hammer and basically, like, give it weakness, or, like, some sort of, like, weaken it. So, yeah, it would still have the same effect, but you would have to have, like, ten times more force to get the same force out. Mm -hmm. So basically, like, not completely, but... For the most part, disable the suit itself. Right, you'd have to, you have to like come up with creative ways to beat him like on the fly with your hammer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. This is a. I feel like this would be a really close matchup. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I'm gonna go with a tie if that if that's allowed in the rules because you know I feel like you guys would be fighting after a while and you'd both beat each other down to the point where you're like super tired and you don't want to fight anymore and then you're gonna be like and then you know you go into your hero monologue like. I'm not going to let you terrorize the Midwest. And you're like, terrorize? I'm just here, like, trying to collect stuff for my people. And then you, like, have some sort of, like, oh, wait, really? That kind of moment. And then, like, as we're walking away, my character will be like, I'm glad that ended when it did. Because just with... Because I feel like if we get to a point of fatigue, he definitely wins. Because what am I going to do? I can't really, like, fly away. I'm fatigued. But he, all he has to do is, like, swing his hammer and he can, like, break up the ground. He can yeah. Still yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, thank goodness that ended when it did. <laughs> we tie, and we're walking off into the sunset. Hey, uh, you want to go get some coal first? <laughs> this really cool shawarma place down I, the road. I do enjoy my concretes. That means to me and you. This final battle either determines that uh, you're the best boy or we're tied for the best boy. Yeah, that's true. That's if you tied with him. So... Or where are we battling at? So I think I'm going to keep my choice of the multidimensional because it's the Midwest. And since you okay. travel everywhere. Uh, well, my office is in Chicago, my head office. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then definitely. I'm going to pick the bean in Chicago. The What's it called? The cloud? Cloud gate? Cloud gate, yeah. The bean. And it's, it's a multidimensional, like, it looks normal from the outside and it's like, um, it's solid to everybody else, but to certain people especially like superpower superheroes and stuff like that you're able to basically step into it similar to super mario 64 paintings (laughs) no that actually makes me think what if that's like the little pocket dimension from which i receive my powers oh and like you step you find out about it and you step into it and i go there to defend it pretty much oh now similar to the last situation where you're like going there to research and yeah find out about the pocket dimension itself maybe now I feel like in this scenario, in this in this battle arena, mm. you are at a clear advantage because I can't fly. Well, I mean, make yourself some big boy wings. Well, I could make I could make wings. But you could probably glide, but I don't think you would Ooh, be able to. Yeah, you could make like a hoverboard. Would that, that even work? With what? The antimatter stuff that he can make. Sometimes, sometimes with hero powers, you just make things and so, then they don't and then they work. them. Yeah. Yeah, you don't gotta explain that. Here's the question. If you can change any matter, does that mean you can also change the state of matter? I don't know. So you could can turn manipulate... water into ice and ice into steam? Well, I think the power you gave me and the power that I've been using, visualizing yeah. is I can change something like right. this, this water bottle right in front of me like, I could use my powers to change this water bottle into an origami swan. Right. And it would still be plastic, mm-hmm. and it would still look the same, but right. i just manipulate it into another shape. Right. Oh, that's okay. That's, right. that's more along the lines of what I was thinking. But, I mean, it's still with, I mean, yeah, I would keep that, but the technicalities so like, would be, like... So, like, let's imagine we're in this, like, dimension mm-hmm. where everything is, like, like, sideways and, like, curved and whatever. It's, like, a mirror dimension. Like, I could jump off a building and turn my gloves into, like, gliders. You know what I mean? But I couldn't make myself fly. And I would say even with the pocket dimension, it it would be like two-player video games, like platformers, where as you guys spread apart, it moves. But if you guys stick together and move around, it's technically infinite. Hmm. So, like, it can expand to a certain size, and then you can't go outside of that size apart from each other. But if you were to both be right next to each other and then fly, like, ten miles in one direction it would go on as long as you guys were within that expanse so my game plan for this would just be to use my knowledge of like skills or whatever Mm -hmm. to like quick figure out 
like how the dimension moves and then like predict my movements based on on that right do my movements based on how it's moving and then just then just punch you oh yeah except i can't punch you because you can throw all my kinetic energy back also true so what you gonna do man how would i beat you you gonna turn me into a little jelly the crow of the midwest (laughs) (laughs) what with your little (laughs) uh i think how i would win is by turning the buildings and stuff around me and like you're like flying at me or whatever, and I'm like running away, and you like touch the ground and make like this brick like shoot up, and you like <laughs> run into it. Oh, you just you just slapstick me to death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drop an anvil on you. Literally just a bird flying into a window. Yeah. Even, even <laughs> that though, like smacking into something really hard, I'm getting a ton of kinetic energy built up. True. Right, but you you're also getting hurt. Though. I am getting hurt, but also I can just be like brah, kaka, and you're like ouch. Yeah. Sure. I can't. What is this? I can't manipulate kinetic energy. Maybe that'd be a. This is a tough battle for me. This yeah. this battlefield. This was honestly a bit like closer than I would have guessed because I thought you were just gonna flatten me and be like stupid bird. Yeah, I mean I could. One giant fly swatter. If I touched you, could I manipulate the matter inside of your wings to like curve them outwards so that when you try and fly, it just doesn't work. I don't work? think you no. would be able to manipulate living other people. Creatures. Just yeah. Like you can't animate objects. I thought about that though. Even if you did, it would kind of be crazy because then I could manipulate the density of it. Oh, yeah, true. Which would be really wacky. The density of the whatever he turned it into. Which I mean, no matter how dense something is, I probably couldn't make it fly if it was like a cube. Right. But I would still have one wing, so I could at least glide down a bit. Right. Mm. Wouldn't be weighed down by a giant cube of wing. (laughs) 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 All right, so. Uh, who would win in this battle, Judge? I would say with home field advantage, because you were kind of talking about, like, you don't have a lot that you can do in this certain situation. Right. Because anything, although you would be able to fling stuff at him and use just about anything to your advantage to hurt him, with that suit, you're still going to be able to, or he's still going to be able to use that against you through the supersonic squawk or whatever uh-huh. and then supersonic squawk that's his name that is awesome and then just physical damage and i mean yeah you have that like the tough skin thing but like at a certain point it doesn't really do anything so i would have to give that to the crow the crow think, of the because, wow because like you can't fly right yeah and any physical damage is done to it it can be done back yeah exactly so i'd have to hit him with emotional damage <laughs> you're you so stupid up came to my place i'm already emotionally invested (laughs) all right well that's been it for this episode of the web show uh thanks for tuning in and um if you like this we can definitely do more of these because i feel like this was a cool conversation um we gave each other different powers uh we didn't get time to get to the second round where we give each other just like mundane powers everyday powers but um i think we could definitely make that into another shorter episode but right yeah exactly uh if you like what you're hearing go ahead and uh, recommend us to all your friends uh give us a rating and uh maybe leave a comment about what you would like us to talk about uh in a next episode episode, in a future episode so uh, i've been ethan i've been ben (laughs) (laughs) i used to be will and uh we'll talk at you next week